Hey, I am Luis Moleto, and this is... Uh, still have problems with calling it a podcast, but it's a podcasting platform, so I'm going to call it a podcast. Uh, where I usually just go over my re- my weekly notes, how my week went. It's a way to uh, for me to check in every week. Um, my bullet points is where my time went, any notes that I capture... Um, any thoughts that I had that I want to revisit that I just kind of want to explore and kind of voice and talk out loud. Also, how I'm doing my physical health, emotional health, or that mental health, really some of the things that happen every week. Uh, spiritual health as well. Uh, my finances, um, if I'm achieving my goals, how am I getting close to those? Also, I check in what I read this week, anything that stuck out, any books that I'm reading. And what I'm listening to, maybe a lot of podcasts, uh, maybe not so much, um, audiobooks, and what I'm listening to on Spotify, which is my current player, and then upcoming, anything that might be coming in in the next couple of weeks. I try to keep these short, but uh, tend to be tangential. But um, So if you stay around, you're going to get to hear what happened to me this past week. Thanks for listening. Hey, <clears throat> today is April, April, wow, May 10th, 2021, and this is kind of in a way how my last week went. Um, so, <clears throat> yoga is still pretty going strong, I mean, um, I've been able to keep up with about five classes a week um which right now that's i'm under i'm approaching this as i'm gonna keep doing it while it's still good when i'm getting something out of it and if i stop getting something out of it then i'll change the course and i change my mind and i change my uh tactic strategy but i guess it will be tactic um um so, but for now, is is working. I'm, you know, I'm glad after each class, um, I'm glad I, I I made it there. So, definitely gonna keep doing that. I got a at home workout yesterday, actually, you know, last week. Um, <clears throat> usually, I'm doing those on Tuesdays and Thursdays, which is my days that I don't go to yoga. Um, mostly because I do stuff around the house after work. I made a trip to this Dyson Repair Center to take, um, uh, my wife has her hair dryer from them that, um, it actually turned out to be burned out. She uses it quite a lot. I think it's, it goes without saying. So, but this one is kaput. Um, so, but I still made it all, it's some maybe it was a 40 minute drive. And while I was down there, I decided to go and swing by Barnes & Noble and just look around. I had a, I have a couple of books on, um, on the list that I'm keeping on my phone Instead of adding to my cart or adding to my wish list on Amazon, which has, which through the years it became like just a, a default pit that I would never go back to. So what I'm doing is I'm adding it to my phone, and that way when I'm at the actual bookstore, I'm just going through it, and I get to see if the book still resonates with me, and I check my notes on my phone more often. So if it's something no longer I feel like it no longer resonates with me, then I'll just delete it. 
for example, whenever I was there on Saturday, I saw a couple ones. I was like, yeah, I guess it was interesting for about a week or so, but then I just don't want to. If it comes back again, like if I happen to be listening to a podcast or I read an article or it makes it back into my bubble, then I'll add it back in there. And some of them have, that's what's happened. Some of them just disappear and then they come back. But I did buy a book um, that I'm using more on my spirituality part. Um, since that's, it seems like f- for me to keep growth going for the momentum on that area, um, it's good to have like a some kind of reading that I'm doing, a, material, uh, a book that I'm reading or something like that. Um, you know, yoga kind of helps. Is it just kind of it complements that? But I wanted something more a little bit um, like structure, maybe. Um, you know, this one is recapture the uh, recapture the rapture by James Wheeler. I've heard a four hour podcast, the Aubrey Marcus podcast. It was like four hours of them going back and forth, and I listened to the whole thing, and I just. Like the energy and the subjects were, you know, some might consider woo-woo. I will consider them woo-woo once in a while. But just the way that they were going back from them, kind of breaking down the concepts and some of the things sounded very interesting. Uh, and then I also listened to an interview that The Minimalist did of James Wheeler. Of course, he's kind of, the book just came out, so he's doing his book tour. Understandably so, but the fact that he was in two of the podcasts that I listened to. Um, it caught my attention, so I bought the book. Uh, so far, I'm enjoying it. I'm, it's not like I'm reading through it um, quick, but I'm definitely enjoying it so far. I did some yard work last week as well, which usually takes me about an hour. And then uh, I'm still dedicating time for this project management course that I'm taking through Coursera. Is this Google certificate. So far, it's been good. I'm in we- course two. Week I'm about to do week four after um after this um finishes recording and I don't know if I found it like easy so far but I mean I, I guess one of the one of the assignments was kind of hard and it took me a little bit of time I almost find myself procrastinating on it but I was able to just get it done um it was on Saturday so I might have had like a a little bit of liquid courage. I might have had a drink. And so I, I kind of took a little bit of my stress and the overthinking off of my shoulders. And I was able to get it done. Um, and it's not like I just, you know, got an 80 just to pass it. I, you know, still made an effort. But And then also on YouTube, I did a little bit of a deep dive on the second brain idea. It's, um, I don't know who coined the term, but it's made very popular by um, a course that is taught by this gentleman called Tiago Forte. He now has a company that he, I believe he created around the course and has added more courses to it called uh, Forte Labs. Uh, The course is definitely an investment. Um, I would, right now it's not something that I'm willing to um, to commit to. The low, the entry one, so the the entry level, because there's like three levels, is fifteen hundred dollars. Um, but if it's if you if it's somebody that if it's in a particular industry and you get a lot of benefits and you go a lot of reading and you have a lot of notes and you you really this system is gonna 
generate something for you or it might just you know be good for your personal for your personal knowledge management which is and um pks i think it's what he calls it but anyways i listened to a couple of things i listened to an interview it was about an hour long and i kind of got the idea of it and i just wanted to get started my 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 approach to majority of things not everything is uh look what means in this actually i'm going to copy something that i um i'm going to structure it in a way that was presented to me by um taylor pearson he wrote a book called uh the end of war the end of jobs i think it was called uh, so i started following his newsletter and he had an article in there that came that he wrote called effective reasoning it was on the subject of effective reasoning and it's how entrepreneurs approach it um you know most of us approach it from the sense of you get a very defined long-term goal and then you kind of work your way from the future to the present the way it was presented in the the framework is you yes you set out a long-term goal but this goal is kind of soft loosely defined maybe a little bit lofty and then you you move to the present. So you skip kind of like the middle a little bit. You move to the present and you ask yourself, what means do I have at this moment in the present to that would take me to that goal? So it shifts a little bit the dynamic. It makes you think of what you have, not so much of what you need to have or what you need to work for. So if I, you know, in the past, I was say, you know, I was trying to lose weight. Well, I need to... Um, well, right now, actually, for for me that I'm trying to, I'm trying to to get rid of as much consumer debt as possible. So, you know, I can go back from that's what I want in the future. So, you know, in in the if I transport it to the present slowly, then it might be like I won't be able to get rid of it until I do X, until I do Y. Well, in our reality, if I transport it to the present, is that well, right now I have an ability to cut this expense, cut that expense, pick up an extra shift at work, which it doesn't work for me, but just for the sake of the example, things like that, or make extra income. So that effective reasoning is something that I'm I, I'm trying to apply to other things, right? So for this course, it's like, what is the idea of it? And try to do that. And if I find that there's benefit to it and i feel like man this could work then i'm then i might commit to a course of fifteen hundred dollars a course or something like that but right now also i'm working on the project management certificate so you know that i'm putting my um the time that i'm allowing for activities of kind of career of professional growth um and skill set to apply to the marketplace the job marketplace and to um, you know getting a job and things like that and uh so i'm that one's occupying that right now but i'm applying the some of the the, the concepts like um i definitely have this article bookmarked that i need um um on is part para um which is stop in spanish um but it's mostly just how he structured his notes or just projects areas a uh, project areas um i was forgot what the r is um 
maybe it was resources resources and um the other a is um archives and also this is all based on the second brain idea and also the code which is uh, he loves uh, he jokes about it but he he likes the acronyms and the four letter words so code is for you captured you organize you distill and you um express and this is something that has changed my idea of why I'm capturing all these things. And I'm going on a tangent, but that's the whole premise of this, since this is just for me. Uh, <clears throat> it just allows me to talk to myself. Uh, the express idea kind of has, really has, um, it resonated with me because it's, it gives me a, um, a sense of, I don't use this purpose because it's so, you know, it's so used, so much, it's been used well, too much. So it gives a, a mission, let's just say that. It gives all the notes that I'm capturing, all the uh, you know books that I'm reading, anything that I kind of take notes on, which I like taking notes, and something that I already do just myself. So, but it gives me a little bit of a mission and a vision of what those notes can become. And those notes can become blog posts. They can become um, a creative outlet. They can become, if I decide to do video, or if I decide to, you know, take this recording into an official podcast, things like that. And it's also, you know, for myself, for just personal knowledge, right? That's the idea is for you to personally your personal knowledge system. So that changed my idea. So um, definitely I, that's why I got a lot of, I think I got a, a good amount of input that gets me going now. So I'm starting working through my, I'm committed to OneNote, Microsoft OneNote. Um, I left Evernote because I couldn't use it for work. Um, and I was capturing a lot of my notes for work. So I decided that I'm going to do Microsoft OneNote since Microsoft is a platform that, it's mostly used in my current job. So, and that's fine. I mean, it's free in the personal scheme. I already had a personal account. So, might as well just stick to that one. And that's something that he recommends. Don't get lost on picking the right notes application. Just pick one, the one that works for you, and start working on capturing things. And that's what I'm trying to do. As far as other highlights, I did work on my April highlights, uh, which is where I kind of looked at the month and Things that stick out, um, I run down on one page in my notebook just to kind of revisit them. Uh, and again, just to kind of digest them a little bit. And there's something I need to take on to the next month. Um, I listened to the Knowledge um, Project, which is a podcast from Farnham Street. They had Jim Collins in his second uh, episode, or second, second uh, show, second time on the podcast. And he was talking about ambiguity. And um, one thing that resonated with me is he was talking about, um, you know, why the entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur is seen as something risky. But I've listened to a couple of arguments of that is actually the other way around. And this, in this case, is Jim's argument that you taking a nine to five, so a corporate job or a job with somebody else being on an employer, that, that is risky because you're taking on the risk 
because you don't want to have the ambiguity. So you're reducing your ambiguity, meaning that your days don't ch- change, that your salary doesn't move around, that you have a, tra- a set trajectory, that you have your next step already kind of figured out for you. You taking, but you're taking the risk of be not being in control of what the next decision is. If there's really gonna be a next paycheck, um, you know, that things might happen. The company makes a decision that you cannot control. So there's that level, and I mean, because I'm I'm trying to get away from the idea that having an eight to a nine to five. So you know, stereotypical. I go not clock in, but I have, I'm salary. Somebody pays me for my time, um, and I'm not, I'm just an employee, or W two employee, right? I just say that for the longest time, and this is you know for most of my definitely for my all my career because I've worked for the same employer. So since I was twenty four, um, that that stability, right? Because that's what I grew up with, right? That's what my parents instilled in me. That's what my mom has done. She worked for the same employer. She's going to retire from the same employer at 65. You know, she's going to do that path. And that's what was instilled in me. My dad, he's he works for himself, but he's always been a truck driver. So he hasn't changed careers or jumped around much, even though he does, for the majority of his time, he's worked for himself. And now that I'm trying to get away from the mindset that it's not stability what I get from it because in our reality it hasn't been stable. The industry that I work for has it's has been volatile once in a while. It's it's a commodity is driven by a commodity, so things go up and down. Some years you don't get a recognition. Some days you years you don't get a raise. You don't get you don't get properly compensated for the work you've done. But that is a risk that I'm taking. Or a trade-off for the reduction of ambiguity, ambiguity, ambiguity. And the way he put it, it just kind of resonated with me. So I made a note on that because I want to revisit that. And this is just again just to test myself and just to really put myself to the test of why I'm doing this, of why, um, why I'm putting my resources and my resources are on the right thing, um. And it makes me myself clear. Like if I wanted to continue to have the job that I do and this is, you know, I do my job and I do it well. It's not like I'm going to suck at it or be unappreciative or anything like that. I still, it's still my reputation at stake. But that that is not going to be the end of it all. That I can do something else. That the expectation is that I'm not going to leave everything on this. And then... The whatever's left is what my family gets. Whatever's left is what I give to myself, and that's the change of a mindset that I'm kind of having. Is that for the longest time is I have to give everything to work because it's what pays the bills, and it was a vicious cycle, right? Because at the same time I was getting more bills because I had. A hole to fill because of the lack of attention I was giving to myself. I was giving to my family, and that it was, it was like a wheel, right? The hedonistic uh, wheel, and it's a cycle. Of, um, I forgot what the term is, but so again, something to think about. <clears throat> Effective reasoning. I, I 
wrote down what it sort of was. It's identify what the means are, who I am, who I, who do I know, what do I know. Um, and the thought on that was that I wrote it down from the post because that way it just, that way it was settled with me and it just kind of settled in. If you start by going, <clears throat> if you start by assessing what are the means that I have readily available. Then determine what are the ends given those means. The problem changes from figuring out what you want to imagining future possibilities given those exact um given existing means. So again, you it's it's a way for you to make your future what you want clear, right? That was just, that's the whole premise around it is what you do want to do because it's a paralyzing question. At least it's Majority of the time it is for me. So what do I want to do? What do you want to do? And I was like, uh, I don't know. And that's... And now since I've caught myself doing it over and over, I guess I have to change. If not, I'm just going to stay in the same thing. I cannot put the same input and expect, expect a different outcome. So so I'm, try, I'm framing it differently by seeing what means do I have currently and imagining a future with those means so right now i'll have some extra time in the evenings so i can do a course online work at home now that i have the 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 means of not having to commute um, because i'm working from home then i'm taking advantage in a different way i'm eating at home more often so i my bills are a little bit lower i have some extra cash um so instead of just kind of hoarding it or spending on something that's not going to return anything i'm putting it to a course online and maybe courses in the future things like that uh, uh i had a note on i this is something i captured it said golden post on confusing identity with strategy and then um a thought from esther perel it is not in the difference itself it is in the way the people experience a difference and this is talking about kind of disagreements between couples partners on the physical health part um i've been having a little bit of a shoulder uh, kind of discomfort maybe i i think i might have been straining a little too much at yoga um my left shoulder i did a, uh, went on an outdoor walk it was a nice day on thursday i believe so i went out and got a walk around the neighborhood uh, again yoga a couple of days a week um, I step on the scale and I'm up by less than a pound. Um, so still everything kind of going steady there. I've been trying to apply moisturizer in the evenings. Um, I don't know, maybe it's because I feel myself I'm getting old. <laughs> um, so I, and I might be late for the game, but it's not like I never, it's like I have, I mean, I mean, as an, what I do is mostly indoors has always been indoors. I've been a desk person. I went for mechanical engineering so i'm by trade i'm more in the engineering side of things so i haven't been outside so my skin is not like it has a lot of damage or anything uh, in fact it's kind of people might say that i'm gonna lost my color but um i'm trying to kind of get like a night routine or just kind of putting something on my face so that my face is not dry after i take a shower um, because you know once you shower you use soap you use a face wash you taking your natural oils and what keeps your face moist, moist away from your body. So this kind of gives my my face a little bit extra and um, 
and I'm also using a face towel um, trying to see if that helps with clearing out some of my things that I have on my face um, and so we'll see how that works um, and then I tried I'm experimenting with this collagen supplement my wife has a couple of extra ones laying around the house um, we have a little bit of an oversupply so I asked if she doesn't mind if I try them out uh, so I have have one for the last week um i don't know if i'm gonna be able to tell difference but coincidentally i've been going to the bathroom a little more often um and which is a a a welcomed addition um so it's doing so i think i think some of the 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 carriers on the collagen um help with some of to go to the bathroom easier um some of my bowel movement so I don't know. I'm not complaining in that end, but so I'll continue taking it. On the emotional health part, um, Saturday was a little bit of a tough late night. Um, some things kind of it just kind of hit me all at once a little bit, um, and it it was mostly about what I'm trying to suff- what what I'm what I'm distracting myself from, and it still it goes back to. The, you know the the need for kind of human connection for um especially now that I'm working from home and my wife she kind of practically doesn't live here anymore except for whenever she comes every other weekend um it's just made it a little bit tougher right i I feel disconnected from even people that I talk to on the phone more often, and I don't feel like it's towards like it's them I think it's me because I'm looking for something else. I'm looking for a deeper connection, um, but I'm also looking for validation, which is kind of something that I kind of wrote down. Because I I feel like I would like for somebody that doesn't know me to get to know me and still like me, right? It's not somebody that grew up with me, that is family, because there's always the, the thought in my head, well, you just like me because... You know, family. So there's no other way around. Or we know each other for so long. That's where you like me. You know, there's. But I, I would like to have the opportunity to meet somebody. Now. They get to know me, in this new outlook that I have, or at least what I feel is a new outlook. But uh, you know, in this current state, and still. That they want to get to know me. That that would feel. That would feel good, but I have to listen to an episode of the Minimalist podcast. The feeling good part scares me a little bit because, you know, it's. I just it's it's just a different feeling, right? So I, on Saturday it was kind of like a, I was a, went a little bit dark. Um, towards the end of the night, but um, I was able to pull myself out of it a little bit um, just to kind of keep things in focus um, and to know that this is what I'm trying to figure out is that the pain, why is the pain there? Not to try to suffocate it with um, self-medication or anything like that. Uh, and self-medication for me is food, right? Um, so I, I was trying to suffocate it by, by eating, um, and and that's the scary part. 
that's that's the the part that kind of makes me want to stop um and I don't know how to move forward from it I don't know how to what I don't want to I'm trying to figure out in a true to myself honest way to put myself out there that it's not me trying to fake it that I I like to party I like to go out I like to drink I like to the bar like you know um meet people online and stuff like that that doesn't feel true that doesn't feel honest i don't want to say authentic because there's another word like purpose that is just it's a purpose passion authenticity um they've just been used all over the place so it's something that doesn't it doesn't feel true to me um so i need to work harder at keep working on what feels true and just hope, um, believe that the rest will follow. That the rest will come into picture. And not that it's going to show Somebody's going to show up. Is maybe I realized that I actually was looking for something different. That it wasn't somebody. That it was just something that was within me. But I won't find out until I keep working harder. Until I keep learning from those experiences. Until I stop self-medicating or trying to suffocate myself uh, in, in the emotions that come with it. Um, another on the spiritual health part, but maybe some thought would come out after I uh, read more on the Recapture the Rapture book. The financial health part. Um... I had a dining out on Saturday, so I had some food out. I paid off a credit card, um, so I decided to stay a little more aggressive from paying some of those off. I did buy a new electric kettle. Um, I'm enjoying tea for ever since winter time for some reason. So, but the one we had here, uh, the f- inside was kind of flaking off, and I was having, I guess, extra minerals. So I decided to, I saw one on. on at a good price, so I decided to go ahead and purchase it. And also, I bought a couple of glasses for like a little, it's a barware of drinkware. Um, so a couple of glasses, stem, um, stemless wine glasses, a couple of um, twelve ounce, like. Uh, well, I think this will be probably close to like an old fashioned glass, uh, which is like a twelve ounce, twelve ounce, a twelve ounce kind of squatty glass, and then also bought some uh, beer glasses. I like the idea of having a bar. I mean, I'm enjoying having a drink on Friday evenings and Saturdays. Um, something to as a treat, right? Nothing. I'm ex- I'm expecting it to become this terrible habit. Uh, so far, has been good. Um, it's not really something I'm worried about, uh, at least at this moment. But um, I just like the idea of having it up there. It makes me feel a little bit of like an adult, I guess, <laughs> in a, in a silly way. Um, bought the book that I mentioned, and I bought a flight to go see my uh, dad's side of the family in July. And then I noticed that the YNAB age of money has been going up slowly, which is good. That means that I'm the money that I has coming in. I'm not spending it as quickly. Uh, the age of money is um, if I was not to have anything coming in. That's the amount of days that I will have 
before my funds become zero. Um, based, because it kind of calculates my spending and it kind of makes a trajectory that way. On uh, reading, I took a glance at the four hour work week. Um, I forgot, you know, for some reason I felt like looking at it a little bit. Uh, but then I bought that book on Saturday, so I switched gears. I, on and off, I'm reading the April issue for Monocle. And then recapture the rapture. And then listening the podcast with Jim Collins. That was the Knowledge Project. And then I'm listening to a couple of podcasts here and there. Um, and then music as well. And then upcoming, I hope to be making some birthday plans. May is my birthday month. So I am probably making some birthday plans. I need to... I'm taking the cue that everybody has said, you know, you hit her as advice, and I heard it again from Tim Ferriss this past, like, last week. Just make plans. Even if they don't end up happening, just make plans, because the enjoyment is mostly in the planning. And so I want to make some plans for my birthday. I don't expect them to change, but I... Last year, I decided not to make any plans, even though by the time my birthday came around, we could have gone out to eat here in Texas uh, because the restaurants were open to a limited capacity, but they were open. So I could have gone out to eat if I wanted to, but I decided not to, right? It was things were just not clear, and I just didn't want to stress over it. But as one of the things that I learned through 2020, is that I've always tried to go that route. It's like, oh, it doesn't matter for me. And that has become in this internal dialogue that is so automated. Like, it's automatic. Like, I don't... It just... I just blob it out before I can even think about it. And then I find myself, like, Saturday night. Looking at myself, kind of feeling sorry for myself. Because I was never, I have never been able to feel comfortable with compliments, with uh, treating myself without feeling guilt. And there's a lot of things that probably have drawn back from my childhood. Like this morning, whenever I was reading something, I was writing something on my, I'm starting to do this kind of morning pages or. I'm calling it morning kind of brain dump, but just whatever's in mind, I just put it on pay and I write it down. I I dawned on me that at some point, and when I was in my the lessons year, I was living a little bit of a two two lives, right? So I was trying to do the cool things that my friends were doing, but I was also um, had to keep a facade. That I was, um, I had a role to be taken in church, um, and that was I was supposed to be this person as well. And that created it. What appears to me a a confusion, a dilemma, a constant second guessing. Feeling guilty about things. It's just kind of a lot of things, right? A lot of things that just kind of 
got uh, confusing. And then I started to carry those through college. Um, getting into some bad friendships. Because I was, you know, I was... On top of that, I always felt like I needed to please people. And the pleasing everybody else to bitter a lot of times. So I was able... And that's what I'm trying to change, right? I'm trying to see if I can do something different. See if I can plan birthday plans or put some birthday plans together. At least something. At least a dinner out. And to know that it's for my birthday. And it might seem like it might be silly. And I was like, well, you're a grown-up. Why are you celebrating your birthday? You're not five. Um, but see that right there? That's what I would tell myself. I would tell myself that to kind of keep myself in check, to toughen myself up. And the thing is that that just became poison. It wasn't doing, it's not doing me any good. If it was doing me good, then I would continue working on it. And maybe work for a while. Um, that might be, I don't know if I can deny that it was, it has always been like her, hurtful or hurting me. It might have worked a couple of times. But I can tell you right now it's not working for me. It's not giving me. It's not getting me close to my goals. not getting me close to. To getting myself clearer. Of where I am. Of who I am. Of what I want. Staying in my truth. So birthday plans. May, may happen. Uh, something simple. I mean. <sighs> Even as I'm recording this, which in our reality, you know, I it might seem like it's just this egotistic trip as I'm talking to myself. Um, but you know what? I, because I'm using Anchor, um, the best, the better audio if you don't have like a proper setup is if you hold the phone to your ear and you talk like you're on the phone. So I'm just talking to a friend that. It's just listening. It's not talking back. Because it's, the friend is that good of a listener. That they just stare in the background. And just kind of understand. And because sometimes I need a friend. And I need to be my own friend. I'm sure... It's, I've read it a couple of times and I've seen it a lot of times that, you know, sometimes we talk to ourselves in a way that we wouldn't talk to not even our worst enemy. And I find myself that way a couple of times. So, um, so this might be, it's at times this feels silly. But it, it's like a way, a way to cheat myself into talking to myself like I'm a friend, like I'm my own best friend. Giving this, a, my, you know, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I just want to talk to myself like I'm my own best friend. <laughs>